0: Welcome to the North Country Fishing Report on KBFT 89.9 FM. Up-to-date fishing reports, conditions, and what's working now, straight from the guides across the Northland. Bonjour, and welcome to the North Country Fishing Report on KBFT 89.9 FM. I'm Dale Lukenbill. I will be your host. By the way, you're probably like, who's this clown? Well, I'm a fishing guide. up here so you know there's that um yeah i'm not going to give you a whole backstory of everything but i've guided uh, goose hunts and uh, i guide up here on pelican lake in or minnesota so if you would like to come up and experience the outstanding bass fishing that pelican lake has to offer uh, come on up and see me i am seeing a few more bass boats on the lake every year um mixed feelings about that but I, i can't blame anybody but myself because i've been i've been talking about this place for a long long time um but ultimately selfishly i want it all to myself but for the community up here that relies on tourism dollars come on up so um you'll love it and uh if you don't have boat in the gear i got you boo um So anyways, that's a little self-serving. You'll have to do your homework to find me. I'm not going to put the information out on here. I don't think I can do that. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Anyways, uh, with that being said, let's get into uh, this report. Your Pelican Lake or Minnesota fishing report is brought to you by, in fact, the Resort Association up here. So, the Orr Pelican Lake Association. Check them out at orrpelicanlake.com. You'll get the list of uh, all the stuff that's going on in the area, a bunch of resorts, wonderful resorts out on the lake. Um, So go to orrpelicanlake.com and check it out for yourself. And your fishing report for Pelican Lake is this. While everybody was absolutely sweating and complaining about the heat in the southern half of our state we didn't get any of that it was actually quite comfortable and looking at the weather map like the temperature map it was quite crazy how quickly it changed from one to the other um you're literally a few hours' drive away from being in comfortable temperatures if you were down in the, the cities in that, like, 115 heat index that they endured earlier this week. That's, that just sounds like absolutely zero fun whatsoever. So I was very thankful. Well, I'm always thankful to be up here, but I'm very thankful when it's like that. The fishing is hot up here, not the temperature. So it was, like, upper 60s all week. It was kind of a wet week. Like, we had some... Some rain that came through. It was very cloudy most of the week, which probably helped keep the temperatures down. Um, and even days where it didn't say rain, in air quotes, it was like that heavy mist all day. So everything still got wet. You still got wet. However, fishing was very, very good. Lots of lots of bass and lots of big bass being caught this week. Um, talking to, to people coming in off the dock. I was filling in. Uh, helping out at one of the resorts, uh, docking boats and filling up boats, stuff like that. So I got a chance to talk to other anglers. And yeah, fishing was really good. Lots of really good bass fishing. Um, Not much for walleye reports coming in. But what I'll say about that is not very many people were targeting them either. So really hard to gauge what that walleye bite is doing. Um, Pelican Lake's not known for walleyes, but... It's kind of becoming a little bit of a sleeper lake. Now, I don't want to oversell it. Um, you know, it's not it's not a lake for million. It's not a Malax Lake. It's not a rainy river lake. You're not going to come up here and crack off 100 walleyes in a day. What we do have is quality. There's really good quality in here. In fact, this year the walleye bite was really good, and we were catching walleyes from all size, all year classes, and that was really, really, really good to see. So, if you come up here and you do want to target them, um, it's it's still worth your time. That's I guess is what I'm is what I'm saying, and uh, it's the thing that this lake has that a lot of other lakes don't is it's not super popular for walleye, so it's not crazy busy. So you can come up here, get away from the crowds, and from what I've been seeing, you'll have the walleye spots almost to yourself. Like there's very few boats do I see um kind of trolling or you know in your stereotypical wildlife spots so and you don't have to go super deep up here i know like you'll hear in some of the reports coming that you know go really deep and trolling lead core pelican lake isn't really built like that it's not there's not super super deep water access and it doesn't seem like the fish ever really go crazy deep so you're going to be looking at you know the weed lines and rock gravel transitions maybe mud you know stuff like that so um Sorry, I don't have an actual walleye report for you. Just want to let you know that it is possible up here. The bass fishing right now, again, going off of everything I've looked at, uh, all sorts of, pretty much every tactic is working. Spinner baits are really doing good. Uh, this boat came in, they caught like 40, 50 fish, they said, and they were throwing spinner baits, just crushing them. Um, white spinner bait, gold blade. And I was like, how, really? How would you? And you kept the northerns off? And, oh, no, 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 no. We, we caught lots of those. So <laughs> if you want to catch pike, this lake has a lot of them. And, uh, yeah, anything moving, flashing white, shiny, pike's going to get crushed. Look for, you know, good weeds, good tall, um, green, healthy cabbage weeds. That You're going to find pike. That's not usually a struggle up on this lake. Um, soft plastic's still working. A lot of people are getting them on frogs. Topwater baits are still working when conditions are right. Uh, my personal favorite still still really working good. Um, I like those football jigs those breast jigs in uh, where the weeds meet the rocks the bigger the rock the better casting that shadowy side and accuracy counts like you gotta brush up your your uh, casting game you want to get right you as close to that rock I mean I've even brought it up an over rock and let it fall down the other side if I cast over it that actually triggers some really good strikes. And I find a lot of my bigger fish come on that. You know, you, there's other places, weed flats and that, where you can, you know, crack off a bunch of those 14, 15, 16, 17s. But I'm getting those big, big hogs, the four or five pounders are coming off those big boulders. Um, but also, so let's just, just say isolated structure because if you go in the weeds and there'll be like one random stump, you definitely want to give that a cast. And again, your accuracy is going to really come into play. You want to catch those fish by surprise you know so your your first cast is really important get right there drop the thing down so many times i'll cast to one of those spots and if i miss it i seem to not catch a fish off of it but if i hit it really accurate it hits the water and hardly even gets to fall like sometimes that just boom something's right there and they just annihilate it right there you just see that big swirl and, and the fight's on so something to keep in mind uh when you head out there People are actually picking up some really nice crappies right now with some bluegills. Uh, they're a little bit deeper, not deep like you would think, but deeper. Find a couple little deeper holes, deep weed edges, uh, slip bobber rig, you're gonna you're gonna fill your live well with a good eater size panthers for sure. Seeing some really nice crappies coming in. So there's your Pelican Lake report for Or Minnesota, again brought to you by the Pelican Lake Association. The Orr Pelican Lake Association. I have to uh, be very specific about that because Minnesota has a lot of Pelican Lakes. This one is in Ore Minnesota, and I love it. So check out OrepelicanLake.com. All right, let's move on. I'm going to give you a report for the Bemidji area. Uh, again, I'm taking this off of the interwebs here at uh, Northwoods Bait and Tackle. That's northwoodsbait.com. Um, pretty short report from them this week. Um, I think, honestly, when I went online, I was looking for reports. Um, there's not very many, and I think it has to do with summer's winding down, school's starting. I think parents and people with families, they're they've had their vacations, and their focus is starting to shift. Um, but with that said, there's really good fishing to be had. So, for your weekend warriors out there, you know, that are still getting out there, there is some inf- information to be had. So, here we go. Uh, August, they're saying <laughs> summer is winding down, but the fishing is picking up. With algae blooms hitting most of the lakes in the area, walleyes are out putting on that feed bag. Whether you want to fish them up shallow or out deep, you'll be able to find a few active fish. Best areas seem to be weed lines in 7 to 12 feet or on the edges of mid-lake structure in 14 to 23 feet. Spinners, bobbers, or glide bait styles, baits are your top three tactics to try this time of year, as well as guys that are pulling cranks on lead core line in the basins area. That's the report, man. That's that's short and sweet, but I guess it gives uh, all the information you need, and you'll find that's a pretty common... um, pattern or story uh, around the rest of the state from whatever I've seen and uh, with that being said let's check in with some of our uh, guides and see what's happening there next the Well there's big heat difference all across the state super hot down south very comfortable up here in the Northland not to rub it in but to rub it in. Uh, how are things down in Mille Lacs? <laughs> Checking in with uh, Captain Ryan Kelly with Laguna Guide Service.
1: Doing great, Dale. Fishing's been good. Both bass and walleyes are on the chew out on Mille Lacs. So we've, we've had a great last
0: week. Good deal. How, where's Mille Lacs in that heat band? Are you in it, out of it?
1: Uh, So we were in it, like, on the first day. And then yesterday we were... Out of it most of the day, and today we are
0: definitely out of it. Oh well, that's good. That's only only it, it one day of it it. it. it
1: didn't really get warm until later yesterday afternoon. In oh, the morning, God. I was actually in a jacket until probably I don't know noon, one o'clock.
0: Oh yeah, just to really irritate our southern listeners, that really hot day down it was like heat index of one fifteen. I think I put a sweatshirt on in the morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. I've never uh, enjoyed being comfortable so much than when I was just uh, perusing Facebook and watching everybody in the southern half of the state just suffer. Even straight west, I looked at the map, like Fargo. Our North Dakotan uh, neighbors, they were full on into it too, and basically the same latitude, but nice little pocket of cold air up here in the Northland. I loved it, but that's enough of that. Uh, give us uh, what's working now out there. Well,
1: for the walleye bite, there's still bites going in shallow and out deep. So what I'd recommend is bobbers and leeches always work on the Lacs, I mean, especially spring and summer. But a bobber and a leech, uh, 6 to 10 foot rocks, we've been doing well on there, even in the middle of the day, even in the sunshine, even in calm weather. So it's worth checking out those shallow rocks. If you have the live sonar, it's very easy to spot fish up there. The walleye schools are cruising across those rocks, so you don't have to have live sonar, but sometimes it can make it a little more efficient spotting them and casting at them. Uh, But just simply throwing your bobbers out up on tops, up on the tops of some of these reefs with a leech has been working great for us. The gravel bars in the mornings and evenings during the low light periods have been doing really well with bobbers and leeches as well. Uh, What I would do is set up on top wherever you can find where the gravel bar tops out, generally in that 24 to 26-foot range, those are good areas. Or if you can find areas on the gravel bars that have like a piece of structure, let's say maybe a one-foot drop, which is huge on a gravel bar or a, uh, a few big rocks, either of those areas can be very good as well um, for that morning, evening bobber bite. The mud flats still have that same thing going, morning and evening bobber bite. Some days it's going throughout the day out there as well. Uh, I would just set up on a point, 26, 28 feet of water, bobber and a leech, same thing. You'll catch fish out there. So the, the bobber bite has been going very well out here on Mille Lacs. It always seems to, but it's just been a good year even through the dog days and water temp's on the lake are only 72.8 as we speak so it's not like boiling hot out out year by any means in fact i'd say it might even be slightly cooler than what you might expect uh now there's other bites going as well. The lead core bite, there's guys that are trolling lead core two miles an hour off the edge of the flats in that 30 to 32 foot of water range. And they're doing pretty good. Little little baits like Selma Hornets, little shad wraps, little flicker shads, stuff in that four or five size range are best. Um, as far as a smallmouth bite, give me one second, Dale. Somebody's yeah. trying to call me.
0: <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Uh, I was just uh well while we're and, on the stuff before you switch to smallmouth is this been a is this how it normally goes for walleye that they're kind of found both shallow and deep this time of year or does it seem like it, you?
1: It, it, you know it It always feels odd it maybe seems odd but it isn't okay and so the shallow fish are eating crawdads, molting crayfish. You see them puking up crayfish parts all over the place. They puke them up in your boat. They puke them up in the live wells. We're getting plenty of keepers up there, too. Um, so it's, it's not uncommon. They come in this time of year. A lot of smallmouth come in. Like, you notice a change in the lake, a big change that third, third week in July. There's generally a cold front that moves through the state. There's a one period later July, you get a big wind, a couple of cool days, and you're in a jacket those two days in July. Things change after that. You have a bunch of bait fish that move from the shoreline and move out into the main lake, a lot of the young of the year, a lot of the fry. And they're about one to two inches at that time. And that's where you see a switch in things. You go from those June, early July patterns to all of a sudden dog days, almost beginning to see fall type pattern things taking shape. And that's when the lead core bite starts. That's when you start seeing walleyes also move in shallow. So you, you just see a lot of changes in the lake. And it's kind of hard to put your, your finger on any one of them. But things are different at that time. But there's definitely patterns to it. So the shallow bite isn't out of the question once you get into the dog days. In fact, it's kind of a normal thing that a lot of people just simply don't target.
0: Uh, that, that makes sense. They kind of get into... This is this time of year. This is what you do. Yeah, it's hot. I need to go deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes makes sense. But I'm guessing a lot of smallmouth guys are accidentally catching those walleyes if they're up feeding on crayfish. So you're throwing a green pumpkin Ned Rig, you're going to probably snag Walter too.
1: Yes, yes, that is the case. But there's a lot of other smallmouth guys that simply go out deep too. So the weird thing about August is we'll have good days in three feet of water in August. Hmm. And you can catch smallmouth all the way out to 30 feet. So a lot of people think August hot and they go out to the, you know, 20, 24, 30 feet of water looking for smallmouth. If, if he can find some structure in 30 feet of water, there's not a ton of it there, but there is some, but they go out deep and they stay out deep for the smallmouth. But in the summertime, smallmouth will come right back into the shallows. And I'd, I'd be willing to argue that there's smallmouth in two and a half, three feet of water throughout the entire you know open water season so but definitely in august you see a push of fish going back up in there again they seem to be checking that stuff out more frequently the schools do
0: well I would think that crayfish molt has a big thing to do with it i know it's a big draw up on this like up in pelican when they're they're molting it's like you almost can't fish shallow enough like there's i mean i've seen literally seen crayfish walking on dry land during that yes like, that thing and i think those fish sit there and just wait for them to come back in so
1: <laughs> yeah and i i have two especially at night if you go down with a light on a shoreline you can see them all over the rocks just hanging out yeah you find the food but, the the
0: predators aren't usually far behind
1: no there there's so many crayfish in in Malak, so it's it's really silly the amount of them that are in this lake it's a lot of areas <laughs> are just crawling with them yeah. so the, the fish are well fed right um I'm not sure why they go in shallow. I'm not sure why some of them go out deep. But the smallmouth, they're, they're curious fish. They like to roam. Yeah.
0: Any? Oh, yeah, we'll get into the smallmouth a little bit.
1: Uh, what I would recommend doing is if you need a starting point, 12 feet of water. You know, that 8 to 12 feet is an excellent starting point uh, whenever you come out to Mille Lacs. And I would recommend green pumpkin Ned rigs, 332nd, that one tenth ounce jig drag it slow on the bottom. If you think you're dragging it slow enough, slow down. Cause you cannot go too slow with a Ned Rig. Most people overwork it, overfish it, go too fast. You can also throw drop shots on bigger rocks or boulders. You can catch fish that way. But something that I also like to do at this time of year is throw swim baits at specific boulders. A lot of times fish become conditioned to the old tricks. If you run a swim bait by a boulder, a little three-inch paddle tail swim bait with a quarter or three-eighths ounce head, and you ding it into that rock and pull it across, a lot of times it'll get lethargic fish to react. So that's another little trick that I like. And the last one is simply fan casting, especially up in the shallows, wherever you can see fish surfacing, you know, coming up, eating a bug or eating some minnows is uh, those little spy baits, and the little spy baits, they got the little prop on either end, they look like a top water, but they sink, just reel them in under the surface, reel them slow and steady, they, they get cracked, and some days it's one after another on them, and this is the right time of year for them.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, this is like, that's that's one bait that was just off of my radar until this year. Um, you brought it up, I've had a couple of people bring it up, I still haven't purchased any, but yeah, it sounds like it's a great, kind of kind of a little bit of a secret that's getting getting out there now
1: yeah and i've been pushing pretty hard the last couple of seasons and it you know there there's been people fishing them for a long time but i think more and more guys are catching on to it
0: yeah i remember the first time somebody mentioned i was like spy bait what the the heck is a spy bait (laughs) but uh real quick what's the uh the the pike muskie action going on out there it's gotta be heating up huh
1: oh you know the the small axe muskies you come out (laughs) here for a giant uh sometimes you get one a lot of times you don't but what I would do is just fish the deep weed lines deep cabbage that 12 foot of water green cabbage look for the stuff that's green sometimes you run into stuff that's got the snot on it the the dark green mossy snot on it like avoid that find the good green cabbage and cast bucktails over it you can use small or large you can burn them or roll them slow um, I'd say the key is just when you move a fish, come back at a different time. Come back during a moon phase or come back during sunrise or sunset. and Just go back to those fish that you move. That's that's my best advice for being able to boat a fish right now.
0: Have, did you chase them much last week?
1: No, not at all. Okay,
0: all right. Then I nope. won't ask you the follow-up question, which was about success. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. That was a great I'll tell you, you
1: what. Tell you what. When I have some success with them, you'll know. <laughs> you'll be the first to know. Perfect. Yeah. I
0: like it. I'll usually pay fairly close attention to their social media, so I'm sure there'll be a, a picture floating around there. Speaking of yep. which, why don't you give everybody your information and how they can contact you if they'd like to book a trip? So
1: you can find me all over social media. Uh, website it's fish laguna.com or you can look me up it's ryan kelly laguna guide service and laguna is spelled l-a-g-o-o-n-a
0: outstanding ryan appreciate you um good luck out there and be safe yeah good good
1: luck to you too dale <laughs> and stay warm <laughs> uh, i'm gonna try i'll have my sweatshirt right
0: here <laughs> yeah. Bye. bye Head up to uh, Lake of the Woods, where it's much more comfortable temperature-wise than the southern part of our state, and talk to our friend Aaron Phillippe. What's happening up there, bud?
2: Not a whole lot. Yeah, we uh, we escaped that warm weather, so that was really nice, because those make for some hot days on the lake. But today, it is a little warmer, uh, so we didn't escape at all, but we did get through most of it. But it was just about sweatshirt weather up here when everyone else was inside with the AC on
0: was pretty nice. (laughs) Yep. And even more nice knowing that our friends just a few hours drive away were
2: suffering. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. (laughs)
0: What's the bite like up there right now?
2: Well, you know, it's actually been getting better. Uh, Like I say here, you know, a few weeks ago, like I mentioned, things were kind of slow for a lot of people, but um, good numbers of fish being caught, pike, perch, walleye, a few crappie on the south end of the lake. um, It's, pulling crawlers and minnows. You know, usually this time of year is a lot of crawlers, but minnows have been equally as good on spinners. And morning and evening, fishing a little bit shallow, moving out a little bit deeper in the afternoon. Uh, Fishing up north, when I say up north, north of Garden Island's been really good, pretty much all day, still that noon lull like a typical Lake of the Woods is. Uh, But crawlers, minnows up there, uh, gold's been good, gold pink, gold orange, gold yellow uh have all been producing anything with some gold in it seems to be doing really good lately
0: that's the old lake of the woods adage right you can use any color you want up here as long as it's
2: gold (laughs) <laughs> exactly. That is correct. Yep. So, and that is holding true. Uh, I always like to have a mix of things on. I mean, I've got someone always in my boat has gold on of some sort. Uh, I like to switch it up and just use different stuff. A lot of times I use white. I'll throw maybe a silver, silver blue on or, or hammered copper. And it's, it's actually been a hammered copper has been a pretty good color this summer too. That's
0: well, not too far. It's not too far moved from gold They're They're definitely cousins right
2: right yeah but no fishing is definitely picking up good good quality eaters uh people looking to pull crankbaits out in the mud that mud bite is kind of picking up they seem to like a little bit smaller presentation um so you might have to throw some weight on do a little snap weighting but i've been you know since we've talked last i have caught some on snap weights and pulling pulling big baits on lead core out in the mud they are they are starting to chow on those now and still a lot of bait fish in the water um, bait clouds you'll notice on the graph, but you know, I'm hoping now that things are going to start getting back into more seasonably, you know, seasonable temperatures that we'll start to uh switch over from pulling spinners here in the next few weeks to jigging with shiners, which is one of my favorite sounds, techniques to do. So, in
0: my personal opinion, that sounds way more fun than trolling. Now, back yeah. in the day, I used to, and, and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but the, did people, or maybe do people still? Uh, employ downriggers from time to time or is it just kind of switched all over to core
2: No, nope. a lot of the resort boats do run downrigger still and you do see a lot of private boats with downriggers on as well but i do notice a lot of the resorts and talking to a lot of guys at the resorts that they are kind of trying to go away from that and give people a more hands-on experience but just about most of the resorts still pull some some boats with uh downriggers on them and and it is a very effective tool to put fish in the boat
0: Hmm. man that seems like such overkill for a walleye but that's (laughs) it's coming from a bass guy though so you can't take my opinion for anything
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so and you know as far as crankbait colors go lately it's been gold blue chrome orange uh there's been some like uv fire tiger type stuff that's been doing really good uh i've been using pretty much every brand you can think of i've been fishing with and catching a few on everything. So I can't really say one's been better than the other.
0: Okay. Uh, what's going on up there for
2: musky bite? Have you heard any rumblings on that? Uh, looking at posts on the internet, um, there's looks like there's been pretty decent musky activity up at the northwest angle. Um, people hitting those rock weed points, looking for the pencil weed with some rock, maybe some sand in the area as well, seem to be holding most of the musky that I've seen and that I've caught. Uh, that's where they were sitting. But, uh, I did try sturgeon fishing the other day, although we only made it about four hours cause the rain just would not quit. And we didn't catch any sturgeon. They were jumping all around us. We did catch some walleye, bass, um, sauger, perch, everything, but a sturgeon pretty much, <laughs> but they were jumping, they were going by us. We just, uh, just didn't have the luck the other day, but like you say, the, the weather kind of forced us off the lake.
0: Sure. Does anybody oh, yeah, ever have a, a theory as to why those sturgeon do that, where they just randomly jump out of the water?
2: You know, we always talk about that. I've asked fisheries people. No one has an explanation. Everyone's got their own ideas. You know, I've seen a couple of big ones jump that have whipped some uh, lampreys off of them, and maybe that's mm. part of it. But yeah, maybe. Um. But also, you know, they're bottom feeders, and maybe they're coming up to clear out their gills. I... I really don't know. I just, Or it's just their, their friendly nature because they do it all open water season. And you see them on the lake. You see them in the rainy river. I don't know. I don't have an explanation. And everyone I've talked to doesn't seem to either. Maybe it's just fun. Yeah, and that's, that's <laughs> what it might be. It's just fun for them. Right, but yeah. uh, it is fun to see. It definitely is fun to see. Wow. And as far as the rainy river goes, too, um, there has been a pretty decent bite in Four Mile Bay from what I've been hearing. I haven't fished it. But I did catch some, and there was some on the graph the other day, I guess. But Four Mile Bay is holding some some eater walleyes in the mornings and evenings, it sounds like, jigging.
0: Sweet. Good. All right. Well, I know a lot of people are getting their kids ready for school, but summer ain't over yet. We still, uh, still
2: take advantage of it. Um, Absolutely. And actually, it's only going to get better here, and people don't have to drive as far. Once, you know, mid-September comes, those fish are going to start moving back to the South Shore, and... People can just sit out and jig and not have to burn a bunch of fuel.
0: There you go. And then just keep tuning into the North Country Fishing Report, and you will get the latest information of when that happens. So uh, give everybody information if they would like to come fishing with you this year.
2: All right. True North Guide Service, truenorthfishingmn.com on the Internet. You can also look me up on Facebook or Instagram at True North Guide Service. My phone number is 218-452-0612
0: outstanding dude thank you very much we appreciate you uh, be safe out there good luck all right thank
2: you we'll chat with you later you bet bye
0: this has been the north country fishing report on kbft 89.9 fm and online at kbft.org from the boys fort band of chippewa gigawabaman Mino gigu nike see you later and good fishing